welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia. This is Nadia. And we are with an amazing guest we've been meaning to have on for a long time. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Angie Asal, or Asal, for mm-hmm. people who can speak <laughs> Arabic or whatever. Um, <laughs> the Americanized version, Asal. Asal. Um, because also, like, when I, was in, when I was in school, people would see it, because my name is called A-S-S-A-L. Yeah. People see that, and they're like, asshole? And I'm oh like, my God. I know, yeah. Well, that's a stretch, though. There's no... They're yeah, adding but... some letters. Yeah. <laughs> adding some letters, changing a vowel. Like, it, that's... It's, that... H-O-L-E is invisible, guys. <laughs> God. But... Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I'm a... Mainly a visual artist, I would say. Um, but I'm working towards expanding into uh, dance. Um, I majored in sculpture when I was in college, which included like, it didn't have to be like necessarily physical objects, just anything that's above 2D work. And so 4D is time. So I would do like performance stuff um, in school as well. And that's like where I first started like incorporating a little bit of dance into my um You've done film work. stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's where I got into like film too because art school was like I don't know, like they they wanted everything to be like concept. Like I enjoyed making furniture, but like that's craft, not art. And I was like, Ugh. oh. So I was like, I was like, how can I do something I enjoy, but yeah. also like because you have to kind of fit into what the professors ask for at least to an extent if you if you want to like get half decent grades which is what mm-hmm. which is i i really wanted looking back though i'm like why did i care that much <laughs> it's hard not to care when you're yeah. immersed in something like i feel that too i feel like um yeah like for me with choreography i th- there was a moment where like i had to ask myself like what do you like what like what do you as a person like watching and is it the same thing that you think you're supposed to be making or are you making the stuff that someone told you was good no, or exactly. Advanced or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And then they like put you into this box, kind of. And so I ended up making a lot of work yeah. just about my experience as like an Arab American, um, and like being in these like two different worlds. Like I have this world and upbringing at home, but then like there's a whole different set of standards um, and expectations, like for in in for Americans, mm-hmm. yeah. and just like how that caused a lot of turbulence. But then like mm-hmm. it kind of became. Like, I feel like if it was, if my audience was also Arab American, it would have been, like, better for me. Because when it ended up kind of happening is I became, like, this, like, spokesperson. Like, oh, my God, Arab culture is so oppressed. Like, they, they. Oh, like, yeah. You know, it, it became something different. And so my last, my senior year, I switched it up and made it about um, how, like, Americans like to indulge in Arab culture, but don't care about the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and my professors were kind of like shocked at like the complete switch. They were like, "Oh, I thought you hated this stuff." And it's like, "No, I don't hate being Arab. I was just trying trying to work through like, yeah, just these opposing like beliefs." It's interesting but, how people yeah. expect you to have such like a, a binary response mm-hmm. to something like, "Oh, do you like your culture or do you not like it?" And I'm like, "I don't know. There's a lot of yeah. shit in it. Like, how am I supposed to have one opinion yeah. about the whole There's thing?" There's a lot of shit in it, and also like sometimes we are served with shitty audiences. Yeah. And that makes you wonder like, what should I be putting out there? 
Exactly, exactly. And like, that's why I, I, I don't really share like any of the work I made when I was in college. Um, and also a lot of it was just like videos. Like there's one video I made. Um, the first video I made was about this um, like nightmare that I had repeatedly for a while throughout my youth of like an, my, the wedding night of my arranged marriage. Oh, and wow. it's just this like gross guy who like, like paid whatever like sheep to like have have me. And I dressed classic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and how I, many sheep? How many sheep? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Maybe it was like four. But That's not even that many. I feel like I'm worth like at least ten now. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two of those sheep, which which can produce milk. I feel like those are like the extra. Ooh. Yeah. You know, it's like they're not just there for meat. They're there for like. But oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but um but yeah and then I played like the guy and the girl so I was videoing I would dressed up as like each one um and then you know in the video like whatever it's like time for the whatever and the guy's just like oh I treat I like please you first and just like squeezes my boob just like this <laughs> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> wow hot exactly and then it's like that's enough now it's now it's my turn <laughs> Just to visualize this for listeners, Angie just like very mechanically moved her hands. Like, 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 like it's a sponge and you need to like, yeah. just but it's like, a little water it's out like of really it. robotic. Yeah. <laughs> like not hot. Like you would not want your boob squeezed. Though, yeah. Like, yeah. If you have a boob. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then like he lasted like two pumps and had this like disgusting orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> just like sounds horrible. like that was like the sound he made it was it was really funny um and then i later made a different video where like the roles are switched so it was the woman that had like bought the guy um and then after they she's like where's the blood like you're supposed to bleed the first time oh like, wow. I, I, have everybody out, I have everybody outside who's gonna come in and look for the blood where is it like were you a whore before i met you Damn. like it was um and then you know the guy was just kind of like freaking out because he's just like oh my god like i what and then she's like don't worry we can make some and pulls out this like knife from under the the pillow and then it ends there um <laughs> and so like you Shit. know like, I, I enjoyed making work like that but i but i just feel like it being made for predominantly like non-arab white audience mm-hmm. like it, it it hits differently yeah totally yeah. Would you, like, think about, um, like, releasing it now that you have more of, like, a, um... um I think I, I want to remake it, actually. Okay. Um, because, like, in hindsight, whenever you do a work in hindsight, right, you totally. kind of have, like, oh, this could be better, this could be better. Um, but, yes, yeah, so, like, I, I, I've considered going back to work like that, mm-hmm. but, um, A, I need, like, equipment. Cause like I, I want it to be like you know like I don't yeah. Need, yeah. Like, crazy lighting but just like I want I want it to be nice like I want like an audio thing, um, but no yeah, yeah I consider going back to that so maybe eventually. Can uh, I can I mention I just noticed that in the background we have our video on just for talking purposes I just noticed like the painting behind us is like just her boobs showing I just so oh, yeah. like compatible <laughs> with this conversation. <laughs> yeah. <we're> yeah. <laughs> Straight fingers too. <laughs> oh yeah, straight fingers. Very like, not like, not pleasurable at all. <laughs> um. Yeah. Cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, no, what you're yeah. saying is so real. I yeah. feel like um, it's tokenism puts this kind of weird self-censorship on us because it's like mm-hmm. now you're representative and like are you positive Arab representation? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not positive. I'm a mess. <laughs> like, and I'm just at the end of the day I'm one human I it's not on it's no one's burden to represent a group of people as one human right. being and like like one human being showing like one little aspect or window into your experience which isn't like your whole life either and sh- shouldn't have to be no exactly you know? exactly yeah the pressure is kind of always like and like if if I'm showing that kind of work to an Arab audience, I, I never have that feeling because like mm-hmm. I feel like they usually also understand yeah. that like I'm representing everybody. Right, they're gonna go. Um, I'm like, you're, you're not relying on me for anything. You're gonna watch my thing, and then you're gonna go watch someone else's thing and get a different and like form stereotypes yeah. based on like one or two yeah. <laughs> bits and pieces <laughs> that you have seen, and probably yeah, that puts a lot of like pressure on the performer in that way yeah yeah um what else and then what other types let's talk about what you do now yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. let's fast forward to now um what kinds of things are you making um so now the bulk of my artwork is um self-portraits in my sketchbook because why not and like different ways so i'll like it usually highlights like hair and stuff but i try to find different ways to like represent myself but that's more like for me um wait i'm interested in this though um no, yeah, yeah, I seen them oh no. yeah uh, well i don't have my sketchbook okay. here but okay. another like at some point i can yeah. send pictures and stuff cool but um uh so i started making jewelry <laughs> as you guys know um i have a little budding business um yeah. called sound of mazika which is which started as jewelry based off of like Arabic orchestral instruments mm-hmm. um, and the way that came about was I found my dad's old tabla like in a closet at home and then I just started like playing around and I was like oh man I love this and then I wanted to gift myself like a, a, a lesson with like a percussionist for my birthday mm-hmm. um, and I did the one lesson and I was like okay I love this I want to pursue this with my life like I want to be in ensembles after just like not even the full one lesson like a few minutes in I'm like oh <gasps> <laughs> this, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. I found, you know. Yeah. Um, and then just like, you know, I wanted to have like, you know, I, I like accessories and stuff. And I was like, oh, like maybe mm-hmm. I can find some earrings that are this drum. That'd be cute to have. Um, and I Googled and there's so many words for that drum. Like there's Derbeki, there's Darbuka, Dumbek, whatever. I tried yeah. everything and could not find earrings. And then I was like, well, I'm a sculpture major. Like, I'll just make it myself. Like, what's my art degree for? (laughs) It comes in handy every now and then, you know? Yeah. Um, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and so I learned uh, 3D modeling. I was working in a 3D printing company. Um, And so I learned, I decided just to, like, have a coworker help me, like, learn 3D modeling. Mm -hmm. Um, And I made the first pair. And then I actually just had like goopy nail polish. That's all I had to like paint it. But I made it to match my my drum, like the design on it. Yeah. Uh, but let me actually show you. Yeah. Um, Y'all, this jewelry is so amazing. You. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna link the shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I finally made an Instagram for it. Like, I'm, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. I'm just so lazy. 
Like I, I just I find it, I just find social media so exhausting. It is. It, it is. can be. Yeah. It can be draining. I think Insta is a good like, idea though for. No. This, yeah. Just yeah. because it's visual. Was, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. And like whenever people want to see the work, like they don't care about a website initially. They want they want like a page. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's something I've been realizing because when people are like, oh, do you have like a whatever? I'm like, well, I have a website. And they're like, oh. It's like a thing I like, have to go oh. to myself. Wow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so let me first show you like the drum, the, you know, my physical drum, like the real one. So it's this. Nothing too crazy, but, you know. So Angie's holding up a really beautiful gold and black drum. That is gorgeous yeah i really like i got it in lebanon for like 85 dollars oh, wow. oh nice i know yeah because like here i guess because they import it here they're like 300 for like a one. Oh yeah. wow and so this one's like decent enough yeah um but yeah and then this is my mini oh Maybe. it's a little <laughs> tiny version of the exact drum yeah um but yeah, and then so I would just wear it. I was like, super excited to have these. And mm -hmm. I, I stopped here. Like I just, for a while, I just only had this pair and I would just wear them all the time. Yeah. And then I'd be on the train or something and people would be like, oh my God, like your earrings are so nice. Like, what is that? And I would explain. And then I was like, whoa, like this could be an opportunity for people to learn about this instrument if they don't already know. And then Good for point. those of yeah. us who are, and like if, if I went to like an Arab concert, people would be like, oh my God, your earrings are the, you know. Yeah. Um, and I was like, hmm, <laughs> because like, there's so many other things where like, for example, like, there's always like t-shirts and stuff for like, you know, guitars and like, um, I don't know, piano, it's just like all, there's all kinds of stuff for like Western mm -hmm. instruments. Right. And I was like, you know, we deserve, you know, cute, silly stuff for us too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, cause it, it, it normalizes it too. That's, mm -hmm. what, that's how I feel. Right. Um, so I started making other drums like this. Um, and then I started expanding to like the other instruments and it stayed in percussion for a while just because that's what I was, um, that's what I've been practicing in. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started, you know, infesting the melodic group. <laughs> <laughs> so I have like ouds, I have- Yeah, you have uh, a good variety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, so everything, it was hand-painted. Um, but, of course, like, hand-painted things take longer. Um, yeah. And so I have to charge more. Because, like, I have to, you know, it's a lot of, it's hard work. That's really like, intricate. Exactly, exactly. Work. And, like, yeah. a lot of people don't understand that. Because, like, I, I always say that, like, we need better arts educations from, like, elementary school. Mm -hmm. in, in everything. Like, mm -hmm. not just visual art. Because, like... yeah. When you when you have been involved in something, you have so much more respect for someone's craft because like you know how hard it is. You've experienced yourself how difficult it is, um, and so. The, but the average person who doesn't really know anything about art, like they'll see my stuff and really like it, and then they hear the price and they're like, "Why is it that much?" And I'm like, "Because it took me four hours to paint." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's such a difference between people being like, I can't personally afford that, which is real, and like, exactly. that's not worth that, which is like, that shows a lack of understanding. Like, exactly. You know, yeah. sometimes I'm like, I can't afford that, but I respect why it costs that much, and... No, exactly, exactly. Like, there's there's definitely, there's a difference in that, in that mindset, and, but I, I noticed yeah. that, and I was like, you know, I want my art, or at least some of it, to be accessible. Like, I don't want to be just like a bougie brand mm -hmm. that like, you have to, you know have all this like extra income to gotcha. just like yeah. 
you know. Um, So I made something that I called the graphic collection where it's 2D versions of everything. And it's still my artwork, but um, I I digitally draw everything instead of hand painting it. And then I just kind of like attach it and coat it in resin. Um, And so that way, like, it's still still, like these instruments, but it's more affordable. You know, like they're $20 a pair instead of the the wide range of like what it costs for the hand painted stuff. Yeah. and then from that, I was like, oh, with this method, I can kind of make anything super fast, you know. Um, and then I started what I'm calling the cultural collection. Mm-hmm. And even though my thing is like Sound of Mizika, like music, I was like, joy and connection are music to my ears. So this is still relevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so I have things like, like, hummus bowls that you can wear actually let me let me um bring up some of the yeah we'll show some pictures um yeah and i'll 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 post some pictures that you that you guys can share just as an example um like olive oil and mint and olives and you know um, that's adorable yeah and then i have kniffy oh little kniffy Yum. I love this one. I, thought, and I made like the bottom look like extra goopy cheese, like spilling <laughs> yeah. over. Um, and I that'll make like, people hungry. <laughs> Honestly, when yeah. I was making these, I got so hungry. <laughs> I was, I was like, I was like, wait, like this looks tasty. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could, I could use some right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I made little shisha pipe ones. Um, <gasps> I'm excited for those. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually make like a 3D version too, um, but the 2D is just easier. So this is my oh, it's a for everyone listening. It's a little purple. It's purple, right? Uh, it has like, like a bluish. mixture of colors, but okay. there, there's like purples and blues. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cute little shisha. Oh, <laughs> adorable. Yeah, I really I, I really, and they're, they're super light too, which I really like because like having big earrings like people like that look but then yeah. it's easier yeah it really yeah. hurts after a few hours yeah sometimes oh, yeah so, so what i do with, with everything i make like i always i make a pair for myself first and then i just wear it all day every day for a few days oh nice because i'm like if this is com- if i can do this like if it's comfortable this way then like i'll launch it yeah i don't like but most of the stuff is like like when i put it on and i don't even know i'm wearing anything um and like oh, I'll even great. Forget, yeah. I'll even like forget and like be about to sleep and I'm like, oh You're like, oh, there's something blocking yeah. something yeah. between my head and the pillow. Oh, I know. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome though, because like I mean I know it's like simple, but like that's I think uh, what's missing from a lot of like thoughts about design is like things people would actually want to wear. Like everyone's interested in like design as like concept art, mm-hmm. kinda like how we're talking about with school. Yeah. But ultimately it's things that people want to wear. Yeah. And it's just cool that you're it keeping in mind the people who are gonna be wearing too. them. Yeah. No, yeah, like even even That's just great. when I dress myself, like comfort always comes first. Um yeah. I feel like especially as like femmes and women, there's so much pressure to like contort ourselves mm-hmm. to look good. Um even yeah. things like 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 high heels. Which like I think look amazing. Like I'm not shitting on high heels, but at, like at, they're so uncomfortable and like yeah. in the long run they're horrible for our alignment. Mm-hmm. 
um, it like changes completely where like the weight and balance of our body is and like our bodies are not meant to be yeah. in that way. Like obviously every now and then wearing it's fine, but there are some people that wear heels every day, like for work as if it's like an, exp- I'm just like, no. Um, I heard about a stiletto race in um, Russia and I'm just amazed. Honestly, yeah, I might do that. Like, I would do that yeah. shit. But also, like, it's, um, like, walking in, in heels is, like, a particular skill. And it's not, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, like, like I've danced in heels and I've danced in point shoes. And, like, no one would expect people to just, like, walk around in point shoes all day, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's, like, it's it's not natural. And, right. like, it, when, when, you're, when you're, like, training to, so dance in them like you understand that it's like no it's not natural you have to like put your weight on this part of the foot and this is how it drags and etc yeah. etc etc et it's ridiculous that we expect that as a default no, foot yeah, position exactly and, like, exa- yeah. and like even when i go shoe shopping like except for like sneakers everything has a heel except for like flats yeah. but like but, like yeah. sometimes i want what the boot looks like but just <laughs> me too <laughs> me too i want that's what you know, I look like, for too. You know, like, like, I don't, I don't need to be elevated like, like that, twenty four seven. Like I just, like, like I understand for like performances or like, you know, a night out. Every, like that's that, that to me is fine. But like, why would you want to be constantly misaligned like that? Like, I don't know. Because um, and, and like, and, and, like and it may not hurt like now, but then in like ten years when you're wearing it all the time, like, what's that gonna do to your body? Um, but yeah, and so I take that into account with like jewelry. Like I want people to be able to wear it comfortably, like um, all day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like I don't, I and I, I also I find like hypoallergenic metals. Um, though some people still have allergies regardless, and so that's why I started looking into like also making necklaces and stuff because I want cool. if people want to like wear these things, but they can't have it in their ear. Yeah. Like I want options. Um, but yeah, it's it's been yeah. So the bulk of my visual stuff has been um, this jewelry, and it's hard wearing all the hats. Yeah, Meaning like yeah. like I'm my own accountant, I'm my own marketer, I'm my own artist. Like there's so many yeah. roles. This is all you, you 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 took on all of the aspects of this. And you're doing yeah. it as a fundraiser too now. Yeah. So um, after the explosion in Beirut on August 4th. Um, I've been donating all my proceeds to Lebanese Red Cross, and I'm going to do so until 2021. Um, and I've raised so far 1500 Incredible. Um, yeah, which is like crazy. I'm like, I'm one person. <laughs> yeah. And like some weeks are better than others. You know, I feel like yeah. in the arts in general and like in business, especially for the first few years, it's like feast or famine. Yeah. Um, and so there was one week where I had just like an insane amount of orders and I was just like 10 hours a day for like that entire wow. week, you know, working, like just making. Um, yeah. and then, and then like this past week I had like literally no orders, you know? So it's just kind of like, yeah. it, it varies. But whenever I don't have any orders during a week, I use the time to, to design new stuff. So at least like, you yeah. know, there's, yeah. there's more, more coming. And there was one week where I made one new design start to finish a day. And the next week I was dead. Like my brain was like, we've done enough. But I'm gonna <laughs> bracelets next. Oh, um, cool. Because uh, a lot of, a lot of this stuff, like I, I, you know, I, I 3D print. And so um, like I'm gonna make kind of like 3D printed charms 
and then have like just connect them for like a bracelet. Um, so I have to work on those on those designs. That's 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 gonna be like my design goal uh, awesome. for the coming week. Um, yeah, can't wait to see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then another form of art that you do is dance. Do you want to talk about like what types of dance you have explored and what you do um, in that regard? Hmm. Um, yeah. So the main type of dance that I do is like belly dance. I put the quotations on it because, like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you um, want to explain to? Yeah, actually, let's talk you... about the quotation. Yeah. Let's talk about terminology. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, something this one like dancer, teacher, percussionist, musician, etc. is Karim Nagy. Yeah, I, I went yeah, to like... the retreat that he ran. That's amazing. The dance I, retreat, yeah. I love him. He's also incredibly supportive. Like I've never met him in person and he's shared my jewelry like a million times. Oh, that's great. And, and, and he bought like five things a few weeks ago in support of like Lebanon. He's, wow. he's amazing. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad. Um and he's talked about how like for other dance forms, like the name of it is in the language it comes from. And so like you you yeah. know where this dance form is from. Right. Like salsa or whatever. But with belly dance, like that takes away the origin of that yeah. dance. It becomes just like a body part. Right. Which is objectifying and like diminishes the culture and the history and whatever, which I completely agree with. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like if I say that people have no idea. Right. You call it what people are going to recognize. Exactly. Yeah. I think there's also not entirely cons- like it- consistent terminology on what to call it. Anyway, yeah, and some people call it Oriental dance. Yeah, like mm. what is Ori? Like where did which rings weirder in English than in other languages? No, yeah, right? you yeah, know, exactly. yeah. Like I uh, want to get judgmental about that, and then I'm like, ah, uh, but it doesn't sound as cringy in like Arabic or French. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so I mainly have like danced socially. Um, like I always wanted to dance. Like I have, I have an aunt who's an amazing dancer, and she was always my my inspiration. Um, but when I was younger, like my self esteem was really low, so I felt like too ugly to dance or like not feminine enough. Um, like I had really short hair, and like I was always bigger than everyone. Everyone thought I was a boy, and like mm-hmm. I don't know. So I I would kind of like reject anything feminine. Mm-hmm. Sure. I was like I felt like I wasn't allowed to. Like it's all in my head, you know. Got yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and so after college, like when I started just incorporating a little bit of dance stuff, um, and, I, and like it would just be here and there, like it was never like the entire piece being about that. So I, I didn't, I wouldn't call it like dancing necessarily. Like I know it's dancing, but yeah. like at the same time, like yeah. Um, and then I started going to I after college, like I found you know these like Arab parties and stuff, and I was like, no, like I you know I want to go because I've never really had like Arab friends growing up, at least not, you know, a significant amount. And like, yeah. you know, um, and so I found these parties and I would go and like, I used to be the kind of person where like, if you told me to da- like, if you put a gun to my head and was like dance or I'll shoot, I'd be like, shoot, whatever. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> y'all, gonna- y'all, this is so ridiculous if you've like seen her at a party now. Yeah. Like this, this, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is hard to imagine. No, yeah, because yeah, now, like, I go on the stage, like, yeah, yeah. you I own even, the like, stage. Like, you fucking own the stage. 
<laughs> I'll even like hit bump people till they fall off the stage. I'm right <laughs> on my stage. <laughs> when I, God, when I miss I, going to parties where you're there. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, and like I just feel like once I stopped caring, like yeah, like it, it wasn't initially that like I got like I didn't have low self esteem anymore, but I stopped caring. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing how my body would just like react to music. Um, and that's, that's what helped me grow my, my self-confidence. Like dancing helped me just like, I used to be so insecure about my body. Hmm. Like, um, I used to always think I was like fat or like whatever, which like A Hmm. isn't even a bad thing, but like, you know, I used to like squeeze like pinch my skin like oh this is too much you know I was like mm-hmm. and like even in, in high school there was a time where like um I mean I was, I was also a competitive athlete for most of my life so I had to be on kind of like a strict diet which sport uh tennis oh oh yeah uh, I knew this mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I played I was competitive for I think like 12 years like the the goal was to like eventually go to the Olympics one day and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but I have like a my shoulder is messed up I don't know if you can see it on camera but like dislocates a lot oh wow yeah yeah it's for those who can't see it it's doing this little clicky thing yeah (laughs) um and it turns out it's kind of cool honestly yeah yeah, right (laughs) like when i was younger i was like oh look what i can do (laughs) um but then it turns out that i'm missing a ligament that connects my clavicle like to the shoulder area and so my bone when i was playing tennis was going like this like popping in and out all the time yeah um and i used to be in a lot of pain and then it turned out that like my my bone eroded from the constant like like um but yeah so like tennis you know whatever stopped but um but yeah and so but like when i was in high school so like i generally was avoiding like lots of sweets and stuff just because of my like tennis diet but like at the same time like i was like not eating i thought i was i thought it was too fat even though like I looking back I'm like I was actually pretty slender you know um and I used to chew brownies so I can like experience eating them but then spit them out so I don't have the calories like it was really bad um and but but dance like I've reached a point with my body that like I feel like unconditional love for it um, I can feel like tears about to well up that's amazing yeah don't cry don't cry don't cry don't cry but um yeah, yeah I, I, I love never, that. Yeah, like which I never thought was like possible for myself, and like now, like I've gained yeah. weight since high school. I mean, everyone like worse. Uh, I also feel like in the last year and a half, I randomly went through like a second puberty. Like, I randomly yeah. got boobs out of nowhere. Like I didn't have those before. <laughs> Speaking of boobs, yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Full circle. Back to boobs. <laughs> right now, yeah. there's actually something to do that. Makes okay. sense. <laughs> yeah, this is like a positive <laughs> context. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but like my my body has changed like so much in the last like year and a half. Um, but like the the old me would have been like freaking out at all this weight gain, but like I feel like so beautiful which I just like never would have mm-hmm. been. And, and like, I, I give 100% of credit to dance. That's awesome. Like, like visual art makes me feel great and whatever, but like yeah. nothing made me love my body like dance. I, I just love um, the energy, seeing you dance, the energy that you put out is so contagious. Yeah. And <laughs> I like, I, I miss being around that. Oh, like, 
in the specifically okay for for background y'all we we like we would run into each other at stuff like laylit um i love laylit yeah 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 i i, I think I, before i knew you the first time i saw you it was like dancing at a party yeah, yeah. i actually i think i remember the first time that i saw you was it and, like danced with you it was in mm-hmm. brooklyn it was I at forget- delancey Something. It was like on like a roof outdoor place. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like it has yeah. anything. But it was like outdoors that time. Yeah. It was, like, it was like a multi-level. There's like multiple yeah, rooms. Yeah. yeah. And okay. The roof. There's like a like a lot of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I think that's the first time nice. that I like officially like saw you. Like maybe we had been in the same place before and saw. Yeah. Like, that was the first time we like danced yeah. like. Like interacted. Oh. Yeah, I have like a weird, like a weird, creepily good memory. Sorry. <laughs> Love that. No, yeah, I know exactly cool. what you're talking about. That's what I was thinking about too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so guys, like this is the first time I I saw her and met her, and like to think that like a few years ago you're like I would never dance. That's just like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, even when I think I'm like, who was that? Like I can't even recognize. But I feel like that person was always within me. I just didn't let her yeah. out. Yeah. Um, no, it's 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 really awesome, but also just like interesting to hear you talk about like the relationship between like body image and dance for you. Because for me, it's like it's it's so like double sided. Like I I have like a lot of like body image issues that like stem from dance, and then also, but also it's like um, I don't know. I like for me, I think with every form of dance, like and I've talked mm-hmm. about this a bit with like belly dance and like fetishization and like what push me away from it there's like the dance and then there's like everything surrounding it and sometimes yeah. I have like such different reactions to those things um so like I have like body image issues stemming from like different types of dance worlds but then at the same time it's like and also dance is the thing that like made me learn to like love and respect my body for what it can do and not look at it as like an object but look at it as like functional and expressive and like bodies are like so much more than just like standing there and looking a certain way yes that's exactly Um, what i completely agree like that's what just the movement and like i just like need it to do what i want to do you know and i have to respect it and whatever whatever it is and like what it looks like isn't it's like secondary you know yeah i love okay i just I love living with a dancer because, like, you, like, even being close to that energy is really nice. Like, you, even if I'm not, like, in the same room. I don't know. There's something about, like, being around someone who, like, Im- movement is so important to them. I don't know. This is making me want to, like, move more. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's really cool. I had, I, I guess I had no idea just, like, how recent this development was like dance wise for you no yeah everyone's yeah. always like really yeah, <laughs> yeah no it, yeah, yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> it's weird. that's wild <laughs> i just didn't realize like just how recent yeah. <laughs> and um and what's funny like at these parties and stuff especially at laylit like people yeah. would ask me like if they hired me and i'd, I'd be like what and they're like this isn't your job and I was, I never even considered, like, oh, that sure. it could be. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, yeah. I should, I yeah. should get into performing. Like, why not? But then, like, yeah. 2020 was, was going to be that year, but then COVID. Yeah. Um, so 2021, 
<laughs> but yeah, like that's what really gave me. And then like, I started just trying to like look into what the belly dance world was like. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> How's that going? <laughs> how, how, yeah. <laughs> Talk about that. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was shocked to see that something that is an Arab art has like so few Arabs at the top of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there are a few, um, and like those are like the esteemed teachers, and like it's better mm-hmm. to learn from the source and like whatever. But I feel yeah. like, I feel like it's a massive sea of white women. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Try not to like be mean. Yeah. Um, no, no, yeah, no I, it's true. It's true, and it's like, and like a massive stream of like people who like don't speak any Arabic, so they don't even know what they're dancing to. Their whole relationship yeah. with this dance is from, is, is in a studio and like choreography when the origins of this dance form are improvisational and like, yeah. like community and informal, cultural. Yeah. informal settings. And it's like, and also there's like the stage name Arab girl drag thing that, that has always me. bothered me. Yes, same. Mm-hmm. And, and like, like I, I don't think, I don't think you know, like, there's, like, a whole field cultural issue. I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, one person doing a dance form that's not from their culture. Whatever. That's yeah, fine. Course, but yeah. you don't need to, like, you you can learn it as a farm. You don't need to, like, pretend to be something you're not. You don't need to, like, call yourself, like, Khalija. And... No. Yup. Yeah. Yup. Exactly. That's a huge pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Um, especially because, like, you know, my parents, we changed our last name a little bit so we could be more ambiguous here. Mm-hmm. Like, they named me Angie instead mm-hmm. of Ala, which is my Arabic name, because, like, nobody can pronounce that. Yeah. And people think I'm Puerto Rican all the time, and so they hear Ala, they're like, oh, hola, like, hello. I'm like, no, nah, not quite. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, we got yes, our, my name we is got, we got our white, white name people our, our white people names as middle names because my parents like they didn't know like how like generic Nadia is as a name they're like we're gonna give them like English middle names in case they want to switch it out so like oh, I'm like Nadia Lynn and then my sister is Huda Christine but like oh, even the English funny. names are like kind of French you can tell they got it from <laughs> French movies <laughs> yeah, like my, my parents did the inverse like my my English name is my first name and my Arabic name is my middle name Okay. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Had a backup plans. Similar yeah. ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But like then I see people who, you know, didn't grow up being made fun of for their name and their food and their hairiness and being called a terrorist and like they they don't have any of these things and then just to, you know, play Arab, for their little dance show, mm. like they take on this name, and like. It's like they get to cherry pick. Yeah. They get to cherry pick. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, how many people like. Yeah, exactly. And like, again, I'm not saying that if you're not Arab, like you shouldn't dance. Like, absolutely not. But there's a way to respect the culture and like always understand that no matter how long you've been dancing it, like you're a guest in this space, in this culture. And I feel like you should always uplift like you know, dancers of that culture. Absolutely. Yeah. And and give back to the community. Like, if you're gonna, you know, make your living off this, like, what are you doing for the actual people? Mm-hmm. Um, Who and provided you with this 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, you know, you, yeah. you took this art and you m make money from it, mm -hmm. which is perfectly fine. Like, good. Like, good for you. Yeah. But, like, at least give more exposure to Arab dancers. The background of it. You know? yeah. 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 And, it's not, and like, it's also just, like, there's plenty of non-Arab, like, black and brown dancers who also don't get the same exposure and respect yeah. that a white one mm -hmm. does, even if they're just as good. Totally. And uh, I think that that's not even just coming from, like, white people. I think that's also coming, like, from, like, oh, Arab yeah. restaurants and, yeah, like, from... <laughs> and, like, even, like, even if you're, like, in the Middle East, if you're in, like, Lebanon or Egypt or something, like, it's, it's like... Oh, Russian like, on one of one of our, like, we wouldn't want one of our women to be dancing exactly. like that, because that's unacceptable, but Scandalous, we want to watch yeah. a white woman dance exactly. like that. To, white and yeah. skinny. Yeah, yeah. Rex sure. Like, yeah. it is a very specific body type. Like, boobs pushed up to your chin, and, like, washboard flat stomach. And again, like, a lot of people have a body like that. Just, yeah. Like, existing, or they work for that. That's perfectly fine. It's not the only body that exists. Right. I feel like especially, especially like, Lebanese belly dance, like, more than, like, Egyptian. Yeah. Absolutely. Has that, like, I, I, feel, I feel like boobs. Lebanese. Yeah. I say this as a Lebanese person. Like, we're so much more Europeanized. Like. Or, like, and, aspirational. And, yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like we, we, like, cling so much to, like, oh, we're French. And, like, we're, you know, like, whatever. Um, more so than, like, I, I see other, like, Arab countries. I yeah. Like, I, I feel like it's just, like, extra worse with Lebanese people. Um, okay. But, yeah, and, like, yes, yeah, so I, I, I noticed all these things, like, immediately just trying to search stuff, and I'm just, like, and, like, I'm, I'm light-skinned, but even still, like, I don't see dancers that look like me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, with my body shape and, like, my hair, um... Like I, you know, and, and like, which, and I'm just like, how many people who have a similar background to me, like, would feel more inspired seeing somebody that looks either like them or like their cousin or mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's, it's different. Yeah. I and I also uh, think like, um, or I guess going back to like things that kind of pushed me away from getting into belly dance when I've actually like really love the movement um and it's also like this very like white male gaze like hyper fetishize like mm -hmm. especially with the like arab girl drag it's like you're putting on this persona as this hyper feminine hyper sexy hyper exotified person and i feel like that was kind of the image that was like projected on me and like whatever kind of dance i was doing mm -hmm. or you know like if i say i dance people always ask like are you a belly dancer I could be nothing wrong with that, but like, it would always be with this like with this yeah. with this extra like oh are you a belly dancer kind of like oh, like sexy vibe. Arrow. yeah um, yeah and it I don't know it sucks that like again everything surrounding that dance form and all the like external gaze surrounding it would push me away from it yeah. oh definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But, like, also, if you, like, have found some good people to take classes or workshops from, like, let me know. Yeah, I'll definitely... <laughs> yeah. I'll, it's it's hard to find, though, because yeah. also, like, I would always prefer to support an Arab, like, teacher. Yeah. Um, But I feel like, especially in the States, it's just, like, harder to find. Yeah. Um, And then also, like, how many 
of these because the 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 community is like overwhelmingly white how many of these arab teachers also cater to more like a white audience so they kind of change things to like fit um because i like learning kind of naturally the, the way that i yeah. you know got into it was like on a dance floor with other arabs like i feel like that's the most natural way to learn anything like just being like in it not not, not that i'm against like um i don't know the term like learning in like an institution or like yeah. whatever but I, I feel like to get the feel you have to be like mixed in with the actual community and like not there just to like ooh, let me ask about arab mm. culture so i can take notes and like right. incorporate like, like overly my academic like, yeah exactly it's like be friends with us that's why i respect mark so much yeah um because like you know I didn't meet him at like him performing. I met him on a dance floor. We're talking about like, Mark Balahadia, FYI. Yeah, yeah. listen yeah. to this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I really, really respect him so much because um, he does too. so much to respect the culture and the people. Yeah, and I think like that's yeah. the thing. Like people hear someone talking about cultural appropriation, and you're like, oh, you're saying that no one else should like learn about your culture and your dance form. And it's like, no, no there's no. examples of people who are like doing it like really passionately and really thoroughly and respectfully and And mark is just so informed yeah yeah he knows so much history he researches everything yeah exactly and like part that's part of why like i i feel hesitant to also perform because like like yeah i do the movement but i don't always know like the full history behind it and but then i'm always like you know what like but Karen's doing it, so <laughs> yes, no, exactly. I'm like Karen I'm like, does a research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like they take like one lesson, and then like teach. You know, like I'm like if they, and like perform. I'm like if they can do that because yeah. like you know, you're never gonna know everything anyway. Um, and I feel like there is history in the way I move. Yeah, you know yeah. because I learned from like. Arabs and like dancing with my aunt once I got more comfortable like went to my cousin's mm-hmm. wedding and like I danced with my aunt and it was like amazing for me oh, to like dance with like my idol you know like um she moves so elegantly mm-hmm. um and like you know and like there's history in that like that's how yeah. these dances were passed on for forever I've been thinking a lot lately about like how like both music and dance sometimes like contain histories that people have like wiped out of like written history um Definitely. I think especially mm-hmm. with like dance in that region like there's there's so much like erasure like not wanting like whether it's like slut shaming or or like appropriation and reappropriation like catering to white audiences like a lot of that history just Mm -hmm. has been wiped out but there's kind of things that are just like contained in in music and movement where you can like see like oh this came from something this looks like this thing that is from the African continent or the Asian continent, and this, like, contains, like, histories of migration that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, like, part of it's also why I, like, I got interested in studying music, too, because I was like, well, I'm moving to this music. Why don't yeah. I run outside? I feel like rhythm just has so much, so much embedded history. No, absolutely. Like, if you want to see how things are connected, just, like, try to sync up two rhythms together and yeah definitely definitely um and like it's also just changed the way like learning music how to play it has changed the way that i move to it how i listen to it um and i also like i wanted to learn like arabic music theories like not just rhythm stuff but like melodies too Mm -hmm. 
and just like how these things connect and like what rhythms go with what thing and like what makes Arabic music Arabic music. Yeah. Um, it's so hard though, oh my God. Cause like, cause like you never realize how much like, it's like, oh, like there's, there's, there's a, a reason for all these things. And like, cause it just sounds good. Like you grow up with it and, yeah, you just hear yeah. music and you're like, and, and like, you know, it's Arabic music just because like you've heard it your whole life, but then like learning the method to the madness, like, yeah, it's really like humbling and complex. And I'm just like, wow, this is literally going to take me a lifetime and I still won't know anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know I I'm blown away by like, no one can tell me. I know no one can like, say how many maqams there are <laughs> like yeah exactly. So, exactly someone told me like a hundred and something and someone's like no it's way more than that and <laughs> i'm never gonna learn all of them yeah. Um, so yeah but it's nice to kind of just like be on this journey forever i don't know yeah like, yeah there is something nice to that where you, you know there's no yeah it's just end point it's yeah. like no pressure it's not like yeah. oh no you're not done yet it's like no no one's done yeah Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even though I'm like a huge perfectionist, so even though I just started learning about these things very recently, I'm just like, damn, like, why I have I to not- learn all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I also like it goes back to like being like feeling pressure. Like I feel pressure as an Arab that I should know all this, yeah. but like it's not like families just like sit at home and like talk like, about here like, are the macabre. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, memorize like, these right now. <laughs> well, exactly. It's like um, unless you're in like a music yeah. conservatory, like families just listen. Like there's you know so I'm like yeah. Like, okay, let me try to be less hard on myself. <laughs> yeah. Which, that's hard enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like easier said than done. Yeah. It's like a disease, my perfectionism. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to plug your Insta? Um, anywhere else people can find you, connect with you? Oh, yeah. Um, so if you want to, like, meet me... Like me, me, not just my jewelry. <laughs> the human um, account. Yes. Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. <laughs> There's account. a human behind the jewelry. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and initially, I wanted it to be like a dance page or whatever, but like I'm just so lazy with social media. I'm not good like, at compartmentalizing my social. I mean, I think if you've seen my social media, no, you yeah, know, like it's, I, it's yeah. not like very consistent. I just stay focused because I'm yeah. like cats. And then I'm like, look at this drawing I made. And then I'm like, yeah. I'm making drama. Like, it's just I think like, that's fine. You know, I'm, like, oh, I'm, I'm kind I of over the idea that we need to like, compartmentalize. Like, oh, no, a person does more than one thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. No, yeah. And so that for my uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, it's Angie Asal. So A-N-G-I-E-A-S-S-A-L. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for I have a Facebook and an Instagram now for my jewelry and a website, but it's Sound of Mazika. So Sound of M-A-Z-Z-I-K-A. Um, and that's also the, the website. So it's soundofmazika.com. Mm-hmm. But if you want just like the Instagram or the Facebook page, just Sound of Mazika. Awesome. Um, that's where I, where I am. <laughs> this is so fun. Yeah, this was really great. This. Thank you yeah. guys so much. This was like, I knew I knew an episode with you would just be so yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. We need to actually hang out soon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! And if you want to, you know, be photographed with my jewelry for me, because I, like, I, I, really, I would be honored. I would like. I, I need. I need models that aren't me. 
Only thing is, uh, I think my left um, earring hole closed. No. It doesn't matter. I mean, we only need the one. Okay. Do. I mean, I think I, I want to try to, like, I, I, maybe I should, like, hot needle it. That sounds really... <laughs> no, it's not. It's, like, barely closed. Painful. Barely closed. Oh, oh, I've had that happen. I just, like, yeah. shoved the earring in there. It's, like, a little too much to shove, but I think if I, like, oh. lit it... <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, anyway. <laughs> Scenario. I'm not liking where this is going. Well, I, also have, I also have necklaces now. Um, so anything would be just a huge, a huge help. Because like, I mean, would love that. I yeah. Because like, I don't I mind using that. myself, but at this, but like, I, it's hard to photograph myself. Because I like, like seeing, like sometimes. Yeah, it's hard with like I, angles and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll change it like as I'm looking through something, but I can't do that if I like, I put a timer yeah. in front of the camera. Okay, stay tuned for collaboration in that way, y'all. <laughs> Watch for pictures of our ears soon. And maybe our necks. Maybe our necks. You never know. You never know. We're wild cards. We have multiple body parts. Yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much uh, thank for, you. for happy, thinking of me. Like, I'm super humbled and honored. Thank um, you so much, too. Oh, of course. I, I, I admired the podcast before I even met you. Aww. And then you had that, like, meet and greet in the city. Yeah, we had a meet and greet. And oh, yeah, and then I went to we... rehearsal at the wrong time. Yeah. Yes. And then you came was... back. <laughs> I feel like you always do that. Like, you're always like, oops, rehearsal was tomorrow. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, I'm really bad That's... at at um, scheduling hard. if I'm yeah. not, like, actively looking at a calendar. That's fair. I'm yeah, I, I'm just That's hard. Like, bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right thanks cool. thanks all for listening see ya Yay.